Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go. Welcome back to the Earn Your Happy Podcast, and I'm excited to tell you that there are still tickets available for my annual event. Tickets just went on sale. It is at theblissproject.info, and tickets sell out really fast, you guys. So last year and the year before, I think it was two to three weeks, so absolutely reserve your spot as quick as possible if this calls to you. This is three days of epic transformation. It is total immersion, so if you are ready to up-level your life to completely step in to become that woman that you know that you are and to meet your tribe, then this is where you're going to do it. And all year long, my team preps for this. And this year I am bringing in some of the best speakers, entertainment and panel for you guys so that you can have an experience that is the reference point for the rest of your life. If you can do it there, you can do it in your life in this beautiful, safe, sacred place that we have created for you to truly step in to your power. So I hope that you join me there. Make sure you grab your sisters, you grab your mom, you grab your best friends and you join us. And if you come alone, that's perfect too, because you won't be alone for more than two minutes. (laughs) So go to theblissproject.info. Now the show notes have the link in there. And today on the podcast. I have two amazing women. I have Krista Williams and Lindsay Simsick. And together they are the hosts of the Almost 30 podcast. It is a weekly podcast filled with interviews and conversations about navigating big life transitions. And this is so much more about being almost 30. It's about equipping yourself with the tools, insights, and inspiration to be your best self. So I don't care if you are 20 or 60, you guys are going to find something not only in this podcast, but on their podcast as well, that is going to give you that little nudge that you need or that inspiration or that understanding that you are not in this alone. And your experience is being experienced by so many people and they keep it light. We keep it really funny and they keep it very real. And that's what I love about these women. And you'll hear how I know each of them individually. And Lindsay happens to be a soul cycle instructor that I go to a couple times a week. So she is in my life constantly inspiring me. So I loved getting to sit and know her even better on this podcast. It was a really fun conversation. So let's get started. Krista and Lindsay, I have like two guests for the price of one today. Wait, what are your prices? But anyway, well, (laughs) welcome to the show, you guys. I'm so excited to have you both on. 
We are so happy to talk with you. So excited, Lori. Thanks yes, for having us. Yes, longtime fans. We loved our podcast with you. It did so well with our listeners, and I'm a every week listener of your podcast, so it's so good to talk to you. I loved being on your podcast. And you guys, for those of you who don't know, I actually um, got to be on their podcast called uh, The Almost 30 Podcast. And Lindsay is my every Tuesday, Thursday Soul Cycle instructor right now. So she is constantly pushing me and feeding my soul and making me sweat and feel pain and all that great stuff. So, and, and Lori is, is my, my favorite cheerleader in there. <laughs> <laughs> Do you I like that? I'm just like, come on people. Woo. I live for them. It keeps me going. Thank you. <laughs> oh my God. We have to woo. We have to sing like, and for those of you who don't, Lindsay, tell me a little bit about soul cycle real quick for those people who are like, what is Lori talking about all the time? Sure, sure. So SoulCycle um, is an indoor cycling uh, community, and we ride in the dark to the rhythm of the music. We ride to candlelight. And for me, and I think for a lot of people, it's a moving meditation. Um, it can get real weird in there. Um, it's kind of a space to let um, whatever you feel is your kind of biggest, bravest, boldest version of yourself just kind of fly and move. And um and it's a safe space to really feel and find your limits and, and play around that, that space. So, um, we incorporate choreography. It's so much fun, but honestly, it's the community that like keeps us coming back, which has been just something that's filled me up and, and unexpectedly been one of the best decisions I've ever made. Mm, so cool and you know I can honestly say and I'm sure Krista can has probably seen this growth in your journey too because I think I've been riding kind of towards maybe the beginning of when you started is that right yeah you have for sure okay Mm -hmm. um and I like you've always been good but the more you that you have become um because you know I think in self-development and people always say that to me like every year from Bliss Project they're like oh my god I can see how you stepped even more into yourself like Mm -hmm. you have allowed me to be more me just by showing up you fully you and it's like oh god that is the gift and I know you guys probably tap into that all the time in your podcast have you noticed that like when a guest comes on the more them they are the more you you're just like ah, oh, we can unbutton our pants and like let it all out <laughs> that's exactly I mean and that's kind of like the goal with almost 30 is to help people feel more comfortable being themselves like mm. I think that is the greatest gift you can give to yourself first and then to everyone else is to fully be yourselves. And for us, it's, I mean, me and Lindsay tell right away the first, you know, as soon as they walk in the room or get on the phone, we're like, yep. Okay, cool. Like exactly. Unbutton our pants, laugh, have fun. Like we are like making jokes probably 90% of the time. So if we're laughing, we're like, this is a good podcast. And a lot of them are informational and interesting, but if we're not laughing, it's like, doesn't feel like as, as good. Mm-hmm. So, so we have like a no pants rule for podcasting, right? Literally. <laughs> like that's what it says on my invites. <laughs> so true. You but, should see us now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's entertaining all of the listeners right now. Okay. So you guys, that is such a, this is such a huge, amazing topic. And I think it's a, a great place to start is, you know, we, we may not be from LA or the coat. Well, I think you guys are from First of all, say where you guys are from, how you got started on doing all this, because I really feel like you guys embrace who you are, but that's a long journey, right? So who wants to start just kind of saying backstory, um, where they're from and how they got started into what they're doing now? 
Sure. Um, Lindsay, I'll start. I am from the East Coast, so I'm from um, Philadelphia, the Philadelphia area, just north of Philadelphia. And um, I went to school in Boston and moved to New York City for five years. Um, but my entire life, I have always known that I was going to be a performer. Um, it has morphed through the years as to how I was going to um, express that. So it started out on stage and um, slowly kind of brought me to where I am now, which is still always changing. Um, but I'm very lucky. I have a very supportive family um, who have always seen my potential and which has helped me to see my own potential because sometimes it's hard because there are a million people, especially here in LA, trying to do what I, I want to do. Um, but I think with the support, like if people, if people see your worth and see your talent, um, it's really like for me, all I need sometimes, you know, even if I waver and like, okay, wait, do I really have it? It's like if someone else believes in you, it gives me just what I need. Um, but anyway, I came out here two and a half years ago because SoulCycle asked me to move out here. And um, I always, always knew I wanted to be here. I just didn't know how I was going to get out here or when that was going to happen. Um, and they called me one night and gave me the choice. Like, do you want to go or you if you don't want to go, we don't have to have the conversation. And immediately I said, yes. And, um, that was the best decision I've ever made. I, I completely aligned with, um, my flow. I feel like in New York, I wasn't attached to or grounded to my purpose. And here I'm really feeling it. Um, and then I met Krista through a mutual friend, um, which was just kind of out of the blue. And, and we were, it was through a friend I knew at soul cycle. And, um, so I'll let her take over, but it was by chance and we kind of followed each other. She was in New York as well, but we never met. Wow. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, Krista, go girl. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm Krista Williams. I'm the other half of almost 30. Um, I grew up in Ohio, so I grew up kind of the same area and vibe as you, Lori, mm -hmm. being a Michigan girl. Mm -hmm. um, we used to summer in Michigan all the time, actually. So grew up in the Midwest, went to college in the Midwest, so kind of did that whole life. Um, and then after I moved to Chicago and was basically living the life that I felt like um, I should. So it was I was working in finance management consulting, um, just hanging out with the same people in college, kind of doing the same thing, and then just had an epiphany that I kind of knew that I was destined for more or destined to really evolve more than what I was. So I was really unhappy in that job and decided to quit. So I quit, um, met my boyfriend who I live with now who lived in New York. So we dated long distance for a while. So he was the pull for me to move to New York. And in New York, I started uh, my blog, The 100 Blog. So I was blogging. I was living in New York with him. Um, really finding myself and really kind of going outside of my comfort zone to figure out exactly who I was. Um, and then two years after we were in New York, we moved to California. So I've been in California for two years with Lindsay. And really it's been, I feel like my life has been a series of small decisions that have led to bigger decisions that have really helped me shape and figure out who I was. So um, for four years in Chicago, it was just doing little things outside of my comfort zone that could give me the courage to leave my job that I didn't like and then move to New York. And then after being in New York for a while, I kind of 
had a series of events or did some things that really led me to start my blog, The 100 Blog, which was really outside of my comfort zone. And then that gave me the courage to start a podcast with Lindsay. So by doing these things, um, just making tiny decisions, again, that would lead to big decisions that really have impacted my life. Um, I've come here today. So I feel like California is my place. I feel like it's like where I'm meant to be. And I just, I've loved living here. I've loved doing almost 30. And I really feel like I'm really setting the groundwork to build a life that I'm super proud of. Mm, I love hearing that. And you're, I mean, it's so true. It just starts with these little tiny decisions. And I think people think it's going to be this like huge groundbreaking thing. Like this is my thing. And it's really starts with like, I think I'm going to write a quote on Facebook today. Mm -hmm. Exactly. (laughs) It's like that small. And it really is that. For my blog, 100 blog, it was like I created this. Everyone was like, you should blog because I was traveling a lot at the time I was working, um, at another job and my job was in London 50% of the time. So I was traveling quite a bit and, um, they were like, you should blog about it. So I created this blog just undercover for like mm. three months. I would just write these posts, kind of build out the content, whatever. And it was like just doing it on my own. You know, no one was asking me about it. No one would, I had to talk to or answer anyone about it and just kind of like doing the work and knowing that I could do the work. I was able to build the confidence behind the scenes to eventually share it and then do it again and again, you know, for two years, which I've been doing it now. So I completely agree. It's the small decisions and small actions and little small things, like you said, posting on Facebook that really lead up to something great. Oh my God. Isn't that everything like that? Just same thing applies to your body, to relationships. It's Mm -hmm. like every one hour at a time, one meal at a time, one day at a time. It is like, you're never, you don't see it, you don't feel it. And then all of a sudden one day you're like, damn, I did something. That is so awesome. So how did you guys meet? Um, we met through a mutual friend, um, who just connected us, thought that we would, that we would It was when vibe. I was auditioning for Soul Cycle. <laughs> so actually, like, let's be real. It's true. Uh, but Yeah. So Lori, I was actually, I auditioned to be a Soul Cycle instructor. So okay. When I was in New York, I became obsessed with SoulCycle. I was like on at 12 every Monday, like spending my entire paycheck on SoulCycle, just obsessed with it. Wouldn't ride unless I was in the front row, like one of those people. (laughs) So lame and so annoying. Um, But I became obsessed and I wanted to be an instructor. So when I was moving out to California, I was going to audition and someone connected me with Lindsay was like, this is an instructor. She's amazing. She'll be really helpful for you through your audition. So me and Lindsay FaceTimed when I was in New York and we talked about my audition. She gave me tons of advice. She even gave me all the songs that I should basically use. Um, and obviously <laughs> didn't get that, um, didn't get the role, but it was just like the perfect thing because soul cycle is something I am still passionate about, but I was passionate about. So it didn't lead me to a new role as an instructor, but it led me to Lindsay and it led me to this almost 30 podcast. So in that thing where I was so set on being an instructor, like I've never felt more pulled to anything in my life than I was pulled to like being a soul cycle instructor. And although it didn't work out and I could audition again at some point, you know, if I feel up for it, but it brought me to this other beautiful thing that satisfies a part of my creativity and a part of my life that I couldn't have even imagined. Mm, isn't that so interesting? First of all, Lindsay, what what songs did you give her? <laughs> it's like the soundtrack to like Mamma Mia or something. Yeah, at that point, you were like, this is your party popper. This is your party popper. Yes. This is going to be your soulful moment. Yes. 
No. Um, it's but all Barry White. Just what's <laughs> Chris, Krista's musical taste is so on point, and I'm actually – I, like, get inspired by her now when I'm it's teaching. It's different. Like, it's – It's different, That's but awesome. – I like it more, like, dirty rap and, like, traps. Uh, <laughs> Lindsay, these are my songs, and they're like ghetto beats. She's like, oh, that's not what I had in mind. <laughs> I like 8.30 in the morning. For me, that's like perfect. I'm just like, exactly. yes, let's do this. Put your head down and just like. Yes. What, I lo- what I loved about um, our like, connection immediately, I mean, Krista loves to talk to you face-to-face mm-hmm. and really like connect. It's not just, oh, let's like text back and forth or email. Um, she, we scheduled like a Skype right away and I could just like feel her energy. And, um, granted I just had no idea where soul cycles head was at the time, like what they wanted, but I just knew I was like, she, like, she's in my life for a reason, you know, Mm -hmm. like in that moment, I just knew, Mm -hmm. um, she's so good at just authentically like being honest and open and, and connecting with people. So that inspired me to be a little more open and honest. I was new to LA. So I was just like, okay, mm-hmm. like I should be a little more open and like mm-hmm. connect yeah. and make friends. <laughs> and I think too, what really like helped, I don't know if you know, if you think this too, but I think what else really sealed the deal for our friendship was that on hundred blog, my blog, I also feature and interview people. Mm-hmm. And I think when I reached out and Lori, I need to do that with you, obviously. Um, but when I reached out to Lindsay and was like, I'd love to feature you and interview you about, you know, your diet and exercise habits. It was like, kind of like, I see you and I see what you could Mm. do. And I'd love to share you with my audience. And I felt like that kind of helped you open up and be like, okay, this girl like actually thinks I'm cool. Or like, Mm. I don't know. It was just like a, it was like an olive branch that I extended. It was like, I want to be your friend. I think you're cool. And then when we shared that, um, interview with my audience, it like did so well. So that was like a great, um, connection for us too. Mm -hmm. I love that. There's so many amazing points that you guys, uh, just pointed out. And it's like, number one, it, we kind of, it's like, we kind of don't, well, we're not speaking how we feel. Right. So some yeah. things happen there. It was like, I want to connect. And you're like, I want to connect too. Cause well, a lot of times that all, that's all it takes. Right. Cause I know whether it's, you know, we're going to classes to connect or we're going to networking events. It's like, we're kind of meeting people and it's almost like dating really. It's like, what do you think of me? What do you think of me? Where it's like, you want to sit down and connect and get to know each other better. That's like a yes. You know, it opens you up to say, here I am. Here's what I'm about. I really want to get to know other women who are like-minded. It's like a freedom, you know? So true. Exactly. And when you find someone that is what you're about, really just like going for that, you know? And I feel like I've come to a place where, Um, I have, you know, some of my closest friends in Chicago and then New York too and LA, but right now in LA in the life that I lead now, it's really nice that my friends like Lindsay is an example. And I'm sure same for you, Lori are obsessed with personal growth. We're obsessed with fitness and wellness and just kind of aligned with all the interests. So that makes it things so much easier too. Mm -hmm. And I think we both left, um, a life and I know you've talked about this, Lori, just where, we weren't really <laughs> respecting our bodies mm-hmm. and ourselves, mm-hmm. um, whether it was partying and drinking and drugs and getting in bad relationships and and doing things that we really didn't want to do or didn't fill us up. You know, we were both kind of coming out of that fog, and that's mm-hmm. partly how we got the idea for the podcast. But um, you know, we were just. I, I needed I needed someone like Krista, you know, because I was I was kind of drowning in like the New York, though I love my friends, you know, everyone's partying, everyone's working for the weekend. They're not like, 
they're not loving their jobs and living for that. They're living for like the break they get on the weekend to spend their money and like drink it away. You know what I mean? So. And it's, it's crazy how time flat you get. It's a vortex, right? All of a sudden you're like, where did the five last five years go? Literally. No, I know. So how did you guys come up with this pot? Tell me about the name. Tell me about how you connected on it. What does it feel like when you're like, yes, let's do this. So the name almost 30, um, which we probably should change because people say stuff to us, to us all the time. They're like, we're not 30. Could we listen? Or <laughs> like we had this, we went to this, um, event and there was a girl, she's 24. She's amazing. Carrie, she's a uh-huh. model. She was, she's just a, such a light. She's really cool and has a cool story. She's like, yeah, like, I don't know if I can be on it. I'm 24. And we're like, no, like that's not, that's not what it's about. Um, but on the 30 podcasts, I guess the idea came from conversations that Lindsay and I had been having. Um, I'm obsessed with podcasts. I know Lindsay is too, yours being one of them. Um, just like wanted to really expand our conversation to a broader group or a broader community of people that are kind of going through the same life transitions that we are. So between your 20s and 30s, there's so much that changes. You know, you're figuring out where to live for most of your life. You may be figuring out your partner for the rest of your life. Um, you're trying to figure out your career and there's so many changes that happen, um, that we kind of wanted to bring on experts or bring on people to talk about that and keep everything in a light and fun way. So in each of the podcasts that we bring on people, we keep things interesting and we keep people like, we try to keep people laughing most Mm -hmm. of the time just by being ourselves. Yeah. And I think just being very honest Mm -hmm. about where we've been and where we are right now in this moment and, and very honest about our dreams and, um, not apologizing for things that we really want Mm -hmm. and, and providing it just as we're learning, we're learning and, and getting the tools that we need. Um, we just want to share them with our listeners. It's, Mm -hmm. we're just at the end of every episode. We're like, damn, Mm -hmm. tools for our box, just to, Mm -hmm. just to be the best versions of ourselves for each transition that comes along, whether it's relationships, entrepreneurship, spirituality, sex, finance, anything, um, you know, we're kind of, we're going through it too. All right. So that brings me to where are you guys right now? And what is the most, um, unapologetic dream that you both have? Mm. Come on, go, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) We're just going to declare. Yeah, let's declare. Um, my unapologetic, unapologetic dream. I want to own a beautiful home in West LA that Justin and I can live in. I want it to be a beautiful, clean, white, open space. Um, I want to have a home where I can host people. I want to like be able to have people come to my house always. And then with almost 30, I want to do almost for 30 full time. So I'd love to have more episodes a week. I'd love to have a studio in my place that Lindsay and I can record. Um, and I'd love to take it on the road. So taking it to places like South by Southwest or hosting events for almost 30 events where women that are like-minded, real, raw, honest, and that we can like unbutton our pants with, um, <laughs> can join us and we can unbutton our pants together <laughs> at an amazing event. Oh, it's happening. It will. Um, my unapologetic dream. Um, I, you know, everything that I'm doing feels right and yeah. in flow and, and I want to be, um, starring in a sitcom, you yep. know, and, and doing it all though. I want to almost 30 will always be there. And 
I would love to be doing all of that. So I've always done many things at once, just as Krista has. And I know you have Lori. Mm-hmm. Um, so the podcast, my acting career, um, and, you know, as we're, as we're interacting with our community, I'm realizing that that has really filled me up to be able to interact with, especially other women, um, and what they're going through, whether it's positive, negative, or in that uncertain space. Um, so I know that there is some sort of calling there. I'm not sure what that is yet. Um, I know I'll be in LA, um, near the ocean, um, happy, hopefully one day with, um, some kids and a beautiful husband and, um, just able to create every single day. Um, and yeah. Oh, I love that. Lori, can we ask what yours is? Mm, I want to be the, either the female Tony or the other Oprah. Mm. yes so I just I don't know I want to write books I want to create I mean whatever that looks like honestly I don't I don't know I just want to be in a creative space all the time I want to be doing events I want to be I want to be following my heart quicker with more of the means to do that so whatever that really looks like creating more communities um yeah and unbuttoning my pants with you guys wherever (laughs) all over the world (laughs) I love that more of the means to do that. Cause I feel like that's like the word or verbiage that I have a hard time with is, you know, obviously you need the funds or you need the support financially, or you need the support with friends or whatever, mm-hmm. but it is, it's like, I want to do live in flow, doing mm-hmm. something creative that fills me up with the means to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Oh, I love it. And you know what, you know what else I really want if we're just really getting unapologetic is like deep sisterhoods all over where I can just like where we get it too. like we don't just want to like get together we want to either like have really meaningful discussions or evenings with rituals and just you know things like that like I just really want to connect deeper um, with people who are really making an impact in the world yeah exactly like elevating yeah it's nice I feel like in California I've found more people like, you know, connecting with you or found more women that are just like on the same level of wanting to create and wanting to really just like continue to evolve and elevate their game and step up and then connect with you on a deep real level. I know here I don't have any friends that I have anything bad to say about or any, Mm -hmm. you know, I just love them deeply, which is, you know, something I'm so grateful for. Mm -hmm. Love it. So what's missing for you guys? Mm. the funds to do it (laughs) (laughs) all right is that for both of you what what do you feel like is like this is the missing piece of the puzzle for me right now so let's talk about uh, you know I want to talk about one that's maybe physical like that but then one that's like internal like is there something missing I think for me it's um taking the pressure off of my creativity. I feel like it's inside of me and I'm not allowing it to come out. So I'm, I'm obsessed at times with it being perfect. The second it comes out of my mouth, onto the paper, out of my brain somehow. And I'm just, I'm not allowing it to be imperfect. So I don't know where that comes from. I don't know if I'm like worried about what other people think or whether, well, everyone else has done it. So like, why would I do it anyway? It's not going to be as good. So it's that self-talk that I'm working on. Um, 
and it's helped. I just moved into my own apartment and to have that be my creative space Mm. has really changed the game for me and allowing myself the space and time to sit down and write, to sit down and meditate, to sit down and just be and, and be very loving with the process. So I know for me, my creativity like comes and goes. Mm. And I also know that my creativity is like, Hey, um, you're not ready. You're not focused. You're not open right now. So like, I'm going to chill over here or I'm going to go to someone else, you know? So I just, I think being a little bit more loving to that process, I beat myself up over it. Like, I think it should be done yesterday and I should have had this written last week and I should have filmed this last month. So just being very forgiving with the process and just loving like the play of it all, you know, just being very playful. And, you know, my path is not going to be the same as hers, you know, and she might get there before me, but I know like there's room there so we can both be there. Right. Like it's just making sense of it all. And just being very, very loving and grateful that I even am inspired. And I even am like here doing this podcast, you know, just kind of stepping back and being like, wow, this is amazing that I get to do these things. And just because it's not perfect doesn't mean I, I can't let it out and put it out there. Awesome. How about you? you? Krista? Krista. Yeah. So I think, and even just on that point of like being on this podcast and, you know, thinking about when I said previously about taking the little steps to get to like a bigger, a bigger thing. Oftentimes I feel like when I'm taking the little steps, it, there's no, um, celebration. So it's like, you know, taking it, taking it step back to really think about where I am and what I'm doing and how far I've come. Although it doesn't seem far because I've been taking the small steps. It's so much further than I could have, you know, ever dreamed. But I think for me, um, in talking about the the means to do it, I feel like my money mindset has been something that I um, struggle with. So um, being from Ohio and, you know, just kind of that um, mentality was that I think the mentality that I was given was that I need to work really hard for my money. So I've always um, mm. done whatever I can. I have a nine to five job that I work um, in addition to 100 blog, in addition to almost 30 podcasts. And I have some other things that I do for fun. So it's always just been to work harder to get the money that I need to um, fund my my life or the things that I love. So being able to really shift my money mindset has been a struggle for me and something that I try to tackle um, or I've been trying to tackle this year. And I actually think about something that, Um, You and Chris talked about on your podcast when you guys said that each night you said, um, I have a millionaire's mind out loud before bed. So I've been, you know, doing that or thinking about those practices, but my beliefs around money has been hindering me from um, really, I feel like putting me at the next level of where I want to be in my mind. Mm -hmm. So, so what are some, what's some work that you're doing around that? So I know that you kind of have adopted the mantra, but have you really written into it and realized maybe whose beliefs they are and then really looked at what is, an, what is a belief that you want to adopt? I love that. So I actually, I have just started to explore it. Um, I have Tony's books and then, but I haven't written into it and I haven't really thought about actually delving into where I get my ideas around money or where money comes from or my relationship with money. So I think that that's 
a really good next step. And then it, in doing that, Lori, do you, after you've written down your money ideas and your, um, where you get those, what do you do with that information? I mean, I, well, then I really figured out how I wanted to feel about money. And then I really reframed what money was for me, Krista, like what money buys me experiences and time with people. Um, so when I really understood that, it was like, I also had to have a really good relationship with it, like where, um, I, I was good with parting with it because I believed it was abundant. So whenever I would part with it, I wouldn't, you know, if, if it was, I was buying something that I really wanted, I would work on not feeling bad about it, but celebrating it, feeling excited, like getting excited over handing money to someone or paying a bill. Like literally I would just attempt to feel opposite of however I was, you know, feeling in that moment around money. And it was like releasing it and knowing that money's just an energy that if I let it flow freely and if I really believe that, you know, we're putting energy into the world, it's going to come in surprise places. So Oh, just really, it, it took me a good year of going through that whole T. Harv Ecker book. Wow. Um, so you guys, if you're wondering what I'm talking about, it's Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harv Ecker. And no matter how corny it was, I was all in. I was like, I'm doing this book. I am putting these pictures up everywhere. Um, and it changed my entire <laughs> life in a year. So that's amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. I need I need to get that book. And I love that exercise. It makes it makes perfect sense. It is. It's for me, the this this the. I recognize it is energy and I think about that a lot. And so I wonder, you know, I'm giving so much energy, but where is the block or what's going on there? So I think this is, yeah, that's so helpful. I appreciate that. Mm. And you know, for me, I just really do have to relate back to what it can do for people. Yeah. Um, and, and just focusing on the power of the time that it brings. So, so what are you guys most excited about right now? Hmm. Good question. Um, lots of things. So immediately speaking, we have a an event coming up in a couple weeks. It's our um, Love Your Body event. And this is just something that we've been um, trying to do to both build our community um, and bring our listeners together, um, to be just an, a supportive system for one another. And, um, we have speakers coming and, um, various brands that we love that are going to fill us up. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's something that we want to do monthly mm-hmm. ideally. And, um, Krista touched on this before, but we're, we're working to hopefully host, um, retreats down the line, um, for almost 30. So really doing a lot of the practices that we've talked about on the podcast, um, really relaxed, open, like, you know, a getaway where you can feel like you can be yourself, you know, and, and freely express yourself, um, be vulnerable, around other women. And, um, yeah, so that's, that's kind of the short and long term there. Oh, I love it. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. How are you, Krista? Is there something you're most excited about right now? Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a few things. Um, I think I'm just so excited to find podcasting and to be a podcaster. Like mm-hmm. I feel so lucky to find a medium that feels so authentically me and feel mm-hmm. and have Lindsay as a co-host. I mean, we just, she picks up where I leave off. And during our interviews with people, we never step on each other's toes. We never talk over each other. 
we never have egos. We're just like always in flow and we always kind of like know what the other one's thinking. Um, so I'm just so thankful to be a part of the podcast community and really just have people accept me in my authentic voice, um, for what it is. Like there, there isn't a better feeling than knowing that people accept you for who you are and then are going to build a community around that. And then also be authentically themselves with each other. Mm -hmm. You know, we have, um, a group on Facebook, a secret, almost 30 Facebook podcast group. And it's so fun to see people's conversations. You know, they're talking about, um, their relationships, they're sending their blog links, they're asking for advice. They're kind of just like being real and raw and honest with each other, with people that they don't even know, you know, because we allowed them to feel like they could be themselves by listening to almost 30 because we're so ourselves. They feel like they can be themselves with this community and be open and honest and get advice, ask questions. So that is another thing that just like makes me so, so excited. So so you guys said so many things there throughout there that just make friendships and make relationships work that some people don't understand. So I think when we're trying to connect deeper and we're trying to create these relationships and people are like, how'd you guys connect? How'd you start podcasting together? Oh, you, you know, you do events. How are you going to do these events together? I want to do this. But the thing is, is that it, that takes a lot of action and it takes a lot of understanding and communication, right? So mm-hmm. you have to um, you have to understand a few things before you can do things like that, such as you guys have to allow each other to speak and show up as yourself to not take things personal because no matter what, even if you're not saying things about each other, it's really easy for us or women or whomever to be like, Oh, what did she mean? What does this mean? What is that? Did she talk much? Did she talk more than I did? So what do you guys do to just allow yourself to show up and create those safe spaces for people? I think, you know, when we first started the podcast, which by the way, was on our closet floor, (laughs) Um, but you know, that was, that was one of my challenges because, um, I, I always want people to feel like I'm, I'm contributing, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? And so what I started doing was, Oh, let me help you with this. I'll do some of that too. Like, let me, uh, you know what I mean? I so <laughs> so I, I didn't want Krista to feel like she was doing all of one thing. But what I realized is that she's amazing at that one thing too. Like, not she's amazing at many things, but say <laughs> she was handling the email correspondence and she was rocking at it. You know, I can let her do all of that and I don't have to feel guilty and I can handle X, Y, Z, you know? So it was really allowing... um allowing her to do what she does best, allowing me to, to do what I do best. You know, I'm not good at, at a lot of things. So it's, it's just, it's balancing that, which has helped the flow of the podcast and, and helped settle any of my anxiety. I'm just so grateful that we balance each other in that way. Um, And then, you know, you can feel that as a listener, I hope. I think, Mm -hmm. you know, we're very similar in the things that we believe and appreciate, but um, I think we are different in a lot of ways. And um, I think, you know, for a listener, that gives them kind of a feeling or an example where in their relationships, it's not always going to be two people that are the same, Mm -hmm. getting along and creating amazing things. It's going to be that person who challenges you and makes you think, Kristen makes me think every time I'm with her. And I, and she's helped me to find my voice. And so, 
you're going to have uncomfortable moments where you're like, oh man, like Mm -hmm. I didn't speak as much as her. I didn't, I wasn't as articulate, you know, and you're going to have those moments of insecurity, but it's like, I know now I'm like, yes, like I need those moments. Those are like gold, you Mm -hmm. know, because I'm going to come back the next time, hopefully even better. Mm -hmm. I love that. So who individually do both of you feel you need to be to show up as in order to allow people to be themselves? Like what are some things you need to show up as feeling being, does that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think for me, it's the confidence thing. Um, and just whatever it is that I'm going to say on the podcast, I'm going to say it and I'm going to be unapologetic about it and I'm going to be authentically me. So if that's like a off color joke or like something that, you know, someone else may think is like just so, you know, weird, weird. I'm going to do it. And I'm going to say it. We're going to have our jingles. We're going to just, you know, we're going to talk about what's really happening. Like we had a menstrual cup sponsor on the podcast, <laughs> you know, so we talked about like, our, we were very honest, very honest. It didn't work for me and it worked for Krista's. Ah, interesting. <laughs> but yeah. And it's nice like with podcasting because like I – we're saying whatever and it's just me and Lindsay in a room. So it feels like I'm just telling my best friend things and then it's also going to other people. So it's not like I have the immediate feedback of getting insecure because someone's giving me a weird face or something like that. So when I'm saying something, it's Lindsay that's laughing. It's Lindsay that's looking at me and thank goodness that it's well received by others. But she gives me the confidence to really be myself. Mm, I love that. And I'm just still on menstrual cup. Um <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we'll send you one, girl. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just one thing when you're in a bathroom and you're like, do you have a tampon or do you have a menstrual cup? I mean, I I don't know which one I want to ask for. I'm just not it, sounds, sure. it sounds like grandma. Actually. <laughs> really? But it's cool. I swear. You're like, only moms use menstrual cups. Yes. <laughs> okay, so when do you guys, when each of you, when do you feel most free, most yourself? Mm. I think I've, I I know I feel most myself when I'm not focused on um, the end result. So I'm just really in the moment. Yes, I have goals and I have things that I want to achieve, but committing to the moment, whether it's a conversation with someone or really seeing someone for who they are, really feeling what I'm feeling um, has helped me um, – just get out of my own way and out of my own head and let go of the need to be perfect. Um, and, and let go of the need to impress people. You know, I mean, that's been a a big part of my life as a performer. It's, it's being good enough, you know, it's going to that audition and being good enough to get the part or the job or whatever the gig, you know? So, yeah, just being being really present and knowing that what I'm doing right now in this moment is going to bring me to another amazing place and opportunity and conversation. Mm, beautiful. beautiful. And I think for me, when I'm most free, I think is when I'm living my life in the most flow. So when there's just you know, minimal distractions or minimal little issues or traffic or little things that come up. So I'm living my life just moving from thing to thing and all of those things, you know, not all of them are going to be amazing and not all of them are going to make me so happy. You know, there's going to be some lulls in between, but as long as I'm living my life each day, waking up in gratitude, 
you know, going through everything and everything's working easily or everything's basically bringing me closer to my end goal. That's when I feel most free. Mm. Okay. Okay, I, I love that. And that's obviously like flow and, you know, feeling, um, uh, Lynn's feeling like, you know, you can let go of perfectionism. That's, so beautiful, but we have those freaking days, you know, <laughs> where you wake yeah. up and it is just like, you can't even remember how to get there. And you're almost like, screw it because it just, it's like, you don't even want to do it, but yeah. what do you do? Um, we were, we were having a, I don't know if you were too, but we, sometimes we feel that way. Like we, we yeah. both usually feel that way, um, around the same time. It's funny. <laughs> yes. We'll have like a comparing day where we're just like, damn, like, why are we comparing ourselves yeah. to oh, anyone yes. else? You know what I mean? And it's hard. It's really hard to get out of that, out of that mindset. For me, it's, um, moving my body, working out. And I know Krista is very similar. Like we, we kind of, we do that. We do workout dates and, and, just moving so that those mental blocks, those emotional blocks, those like thoughts that keep running through our head, just move, like get out. So for me, it's moving my body um, and just doing things for myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and uh, whether that's like getting a manicure or like taking 30 minutes to make myself like a really great lunch mm-hmm. and like sitting down and eating it. You know what I mean? Instead of feeling like I'm distracting myself, rushing around, you know, like just creating noise. So I think just slowing down, slowing down in terms of like the mind stuff and moving my body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I had one of those moments like last week I was helping my friend build her website. So she's a blogger. Um, we wrote so to get inspiration, quote unquote, we're looking at all these other bloggers. We're looking at their Instagrams. We're looking at all these things that were basically just like setting myself up for the comparison game for like the next couple hours. So I was just comparing myself to all these other people, how much they're traveling, you know, everything that they're doing and just feeling not like, like I wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. And I think for, this is just personally. And I think a lot of people approach themselves with a lot of love. I kind of go, I kind of get a little hard with myself where I'm like, if you don't, uh, you know, if you're wanting what someone else has, then you're not being grateful for what you have. So if I'm sitting here wishing that I could go to San Tropez every week, um, you know, with my <laughs> husband, then I'm not being grateful for the amazing boyfriend that I have or the amazing community that I'm building. You know, wanting something else for me, this is personal, just kind of discredits what I've already done and what I already have. So I always just kind of like think about that when I'm mm. in that situation. Oh, that brings up such a good topic of, you know, we, to be really, really grateful, but also because we love setting goals and clearly we shared our big unapologetic goal, but how do you guys set these massive goals, but detach from the outcome and remain present? Ooh. (laughs) Yes. I mean, let me know when you figure out how to do this. (laughs) No, I'm asking you guys. I need help. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Let's help each other. I think for me personally, it's staying busy. So I just feel like I'm so busy that I can't be so attached to the outcome. So I have, I always have my to-dos for the week. I always have my stretch goals for the week. I always have my, I wish this would happen for the week, but I really just stay so busy that I can't ever sit there and become so attached to that outcome. I put it out there. I set it out there in the new moon with my crystals. This is what I want. 
trusting and knowing that the universe will bring it back to me. But by staying busy, mm. I'm not every second kind of checking in on that goal. Um, similar. And, and also kind of reflecting back helps me. So knowing how far I've come and, and realizing that and getting excited about how much farther I have to go. Mm-hmm. And for me and you know, it's always been about the process. Like, how can I, how can I get there? How can I, you know, connect with these people and take it to the next level and and be considered for that job? So the process has honestly, I'll have days where, you know, it sucks, but like the process has become really fun. It's, Mm -hmm. it's getting in those acting classes and creating a podcast, just creating and putting it out there. Like you said, releasing, you know, that connection, that like obsession with the outcome and just letting it flow out of me. And, um, yeah, it's just appreciating that lens. Like you, you're doing really good stuff. Like you're, you're doing okay. And it's, it's only going to get better, especially if you stay close to your intention and what you believe and you surround yourself with people, people who, who are like-minded and support you. Um, it's just like kind of giving myself a little pat on the back, mm-hmm. not to say that I don't have huge goals and I'm definitely not settling for where I am, but it's it's also just being like, okay, like you've done it before. You've come a long way before. Like you're going to do it again, you know? So good. As you guys are talking, I'm just, you know, I was on a walk with Chris yesterday and and I was trying to figure out like, you know, letting, not being attached to the outcome. Cause I've become really good at it. Like I almost, it's yeah. almost, it's almost bad because it's almost not there. I'm kind of like, eh, it'll happen, yes. which is so weird. Cause that so was not me like two years ago. Um, but it, I, it just kind of hit me that it's like you become the process. Like, you know how, when it's like all of a sudden one day you woke up and you're like, I kind of am just a person who works out. Like it's in my DNA. Mm-hmm. And I never thought I'd be that person ever. But all of a sudden one day you're like, this is just who I am. Like the process becomes who you are. Like you guys will always podcast or do something creative because creative is your process. And it's like, I think when you become the processes, it's like, that's when the outcomes just, they're going to come to you. So you don't even, you don't even necessarily have to know what they are. If you hold an intention of what you want, it's going to be better than what you think is, you know, even out there. So so true. So true. So what are you guys feeling like, Um, you know, because truly I believe we are just complete magnets for what we desire. So the only thing that is in the way is us. So what do you feel like is you're resisting right now? Like, what is that thing? If you could put some words to it. Mm. Um, I feel like I have, um, my, in terms of my acting career, which has kind of like been talking to me, like nagging me and for a good reason. What does it say? It's saying create, like stop thinking about it and just shoot it and write it down and get out there and do it. Like you can't be afraid to put out your product just because you think some people might think it sucks. You know what I mean? Because sure, some people might think it sucks, but there's going to be a lot of people. And I know this, that will, that it will resonate with and they'll want to see more. So for me, it's, um, it's making the time for that. Mm. And I don't, I'm not sure why I'm resisting making the time. And I think it's just the fear of, um, the fact that 
it might actually become something and then I will really have to commit a hundred ten percent. So it's, um, for me, you know, I love soul cycle and it's a huge part of my life, but I know in the next year or two, there are going to be some shifts where I'll probably be doing that a little less. And those shifts are exciting in my mind, but I, it also scares me mm-hmm. um, because you, at some point I'm going to have to take a jump where it's like cutting classes in half and then, you know, allowing my acting career to really take root, like mm-hmm. actually become real and be, become something that I can um, make a living doing. So um, you're always going to keep your 8:30s with Lori. <laughs> yeah, Lori, always 8:30, girl. Don't worry. <laughs> Look, I know you have that movie, but 8:30 to 9:30 is our time. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's just it's uh, it's mm. really appreciating my potential and being like, okay, just just do it. You know, mm. what I mean? just do it. Like, stop saying that you are going to do it, and um. Like I said, it's just, it becomes real. Then I have to really give my all. Mm, Linz, how fast is that supposed to go? Um, what, like, when do I want it to yeah, happen? Yeah, like, what's the timeline? Because I know how so, I mean, like, here's the thing. You're so good at what you do. I mean, you're so good. It's like, and you're only going to get better, and it's only going to get harder to leave. Mm. You know that, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's, for me, it's, um, you know, putting the wheel this, this summer is like my summer to create in terms of a few like series that I'm doing with, um, some of my actor friends and writer friends. So putting it out there and not being afraid as to what the reaction is going to be. Um, and yeah, seeing how that feels, you know what I mean? Like just to be in control of that. Mm-hmm. Cause I can, I can be cast in something and let other people direct it and write it and just show up. But for me, it's like being a part of the entire process. That is like what I know will be like my bread and butter. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Amazing. Okay, so now, so it. yeah, this week. Okay. <laughs> okay awesome. <laughs> holding you to it. I'll just ask you every time I see you. It's only Tuesday, Thursday. Yes, Don't worry. Do. Do. How about you, Krista? Um, so my resistance in life, like what I'm, I think for me, there's some resistance with blogging. So with hundred blog, um, I love blogging. I love kind of sharing my life. I love connecting with people in that way. And I love that as a creative outlet, but sometimes I feel like I feel a little resistance to it just because, um, a lot of what blogging is, is related to how you look or, you know, pictures that you take. So sometimes I just feel like I'm so I'm doing it, but I'm kind of like angry when I'm doing it with like wearing the clothes and taking the photos. It's like, I love fashion and I love, you know, expressing myself in that way. But sometimes I feel like a fraud because I'm like perpetuating like a consumerist belief to like always wear new clothes and stuff. So I just struggle, I guess, with um, my like blogging persona and being authentically myself, but also knowing that like people like a certain thing. So I guess maybe it is, I don't feel like I'm good enough that people will like me for who I authentically am and believing that they are going to only want me if I am showing them what I'm wearing. 
Oh, thank hey, you for sharing that. That's like, I can actually so relate to that just in the, in the fitness world, you know, when I was doing some different uh, fitness modeling and doing a lot of stuff with magazines, because I'm like, I don't want people to just think I'm fitness, but Literally. it's like, I really came to peace with the idea that, uh, you know, people need the bait. They need to, they, they don't know why they're actually coming to you, but they're coming to you for the intention behind the picture. So well, it's truly like, they're finding you because they're meant to find you. So what, by whatever means they need to be lured in with the bait, they're getting in your boat and you're going to sit and have a really great discussion with them. So it's like, okay, hello, you've arrived, whether it was through this rad dress I'm wearing or the abs or whatever, you know, it's like, here they are. So maybe like just hold it for me. It's like now I hold an intention behind pictures if I'm doing it. And I'm like, okay, they're going to come. It's like the bat signal. <laughs> yeah. I love that. That is like, yeah, that is actually yeah. everything because one, I, needed that. I mean, once you visit your, your blog, like, mm-hmm. and you're so authentic in your voice and the way you write, I just, yeah, I totally agree with that, Lori. It's, it's just getting them in the boat. And once they read what you've written, it's not, oh, this is my top from so-and-so. I'm like obsessed. It's like, no, like you have things on there that you're talking about that are are things people are deeply interested in and they didn't even know. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) And, and you know, something else, it's like always giving ourselves permission to, to, change our minds like I love that I love that in um Danielle Laporte's book I actually I had told Lindsay I just interviewed her before you guys so um we were just talking about like your truth changes right it's like what is true for you one minute it's okay if it's like wow I'm not really resonating or this is what I did then and this is now different for me like I why why do we feel like women in general we're scared to change our minds like she's gonna think I'm doing it for this reason or that reason it's like wow when you really are in flow and when you really are following your soul it's always guiding you to different places have you guys found something that is like so opposite for you than even last year I just want to use something present tense so what's something that was so different for you last year than than now I think for me as a, yeah, like I think when I think about that, mine was kind of like my evolution of like, I thought I was going to be, when I was working in consulting, I'm like, I'm going to be this executive and I'm going to be a VP and I'm going to be a badass and I'm going to be making so much money and I'm going to be all of these things. And now I'm like, that is like not at all what I want. And that is like 0% of what I want. So it's like coming from a place where I was growing up where I wanted to be in this corporate world and blah, blah, and now being a creative and wanting to like stand in my creative light. It's like, I would be I'm like embarrassed to like look back at that person. And that was my truth. And that was what I was proclaiming. But now obviously my truth is like way different. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, like I've always wanted to be a creative, a performer, but it's literally changes all the time what I'm focused on. So for me, it was so surprising to um, start this podcast. I mean, I really, this is the first thing in a long time that's really showed me that I can commit and connect and be consistent in that way. So this is showing me that I could do that in other areas of my life, (laughs) whether it's Mm -hmm. in a relationship or in my acting career or in my writing, whatever it is, it's just proving to me that I can. Um, but yeah, I think just, I love that it's something I never thought I would do. You know, it's not something that I, I didn't want to do. It's just, I never thought I would do it. And, and that's like the coolest thing to me. Oh, I love that. And you know, sometimes it's that we were doing the wrong things. Like this might be really fun to you. So like, it's fun, you know, not every day is fun to show up. Don't get me wrong. I know how hard it can be some days when you're like, 
oh my God, I so I'm not feeling like, ta- you know, talking or going deep. But, yeah. you know, like choosing those things, because I think a lot of times we choose the things based off of what we think will be successful or we mm-hmm. think will lead us to this other point instead of following your soul, which I know you guys do and did and it's really intuitive for you like this feels good she feels you know like someone I would love to spend time with let's do this so if you guys were to I'm like totally switching gears but I was just wondering this question if you guys were to if you guys were to have okay good you're with me you're totally with me you're like yes yes (laughs) wherever we're gonna go I'm there (laughs) so you both have your life billboard like it's just when you die this is the billboard that you leave forever on the 405 what is your message what does it say it's your face Lindsay you're on a soul cycle bike Krista you're like you're in this great outfit (laughs) what does your billboard say oh such a good question Lori um I know this needs like time. He's love soul. Mine's, <laughs> mine's just gonna have a cheeseburger on it. I don't know. I'm just kidding. Literally, it says almost thirty is for everyone. It's not for people that are just almost thirty. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no pants party. <laughs> no pants zone. My, I would say there's um, my meditation. Like what I use in my meditation is just the word or the two words I am. So mm-hmm. it's. Period. So when I meditate, I just repeat to myself, I am. Mm-hmm. And to me, I am means so many things. It's just you can be something. So you can be a mother, you can be a sister, you can be a friend. But then it it's more just like I am, like thinking about yourself in the present moment. So mm-hmm. it's really the world is your oyster. You can be anything. So I am can be interpreted as so many things. So maybe it would be something like that. Oh, awesome. I love that. Um, I think... Mine would be uh, push up. <laughs> 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 uh, mine would be trust you and mm-hmm. meaning like trust yourself. I feel like mm-hmm. um, I've spent a lot of time, and I don't want to say it's wasted time, but I've just spent a lot of time um, worrying about what other people think mm-hmm. and and waiting for people to give me the permission, the green light, the advice, um, the opportunity. And when really at the end of the day, I knew all along what the answer was. And so just trusting you, trusting your feelings, even if they feel crazy, if they're emotional, like trusting your gut instinct, whether it's a physical reaction, like your stomach drops or, you know, your, your mouth gets dry, like just trusting those, those feelings, those moments, those reactions. Um, cause there's something to them. They're not happening by ac- accident. So tuning into that. So yeah, that would be mine. I love it. Do you guys have time for like two last questions? Hell yeah. The time. Okay. I'm like, oh, I just looked at the clock. Okay. Like, the biggest thing in my week. Yeah, I got to go. <laughs> Do you guys have time for 27 more questions? Okay. <laughs> okay, good. Cause I've got them. All right. <laughs> so I want, I want to just dive into that for one minute. The, what is it? Cause trusting, knowing, understanding, like, you know, I think I spent the first, um, 34 or five years, like <laughs> yeah, right. a lot of, you know, betraying myself, like, no, that's not right. Oh, no, you know, but I feel sick. I feel anxious. Oh, this doesn't feel good. Why am I doing this? Like, you know, whether it was as the years went on, I I really tuned into understanding what is more a yes for me and what's a no. But Mm -hmm. 
But, mm. you know, there are still things that I'm like, oh, I need to have that conversation. Oh, I need to do that. But what does it feel like for you to know, to be in, we're just going to use the word alignment. So to be in alignment, to feel good, to be on your path. So first we'll say, what does it feel like? Um, and then if you guys, let's do, what does it feel like? And what does it feel, uh, feel like to be out? Mm. Um, to be in alignment and on my path feels like nothing could one bother me, could knock me off track, could knock me off focus. I, to go off what Krista said before, I literally feel like in flow on a cloud, like just from one thing to the next, there could be like some guy taking a poop on my car and I would be like, okay, you know what I mean? I'd be like, okay, like, I'm so sorry you didn't find a bathroom. Like, let's move on. Like, I just feel, um, do you need toilet paper? Cause I'll get you some. You were like, I'm sorry. Let's find you a bathroom. <laughs> do you want me to coach you through this? <laughs> um, <laughs> But truly, like, I, I just feel so at peace and I'm very sensitive to when I'm not at peace and I'm, I'm getting better at noticing <laughs> when and why that is and really um, harnessing that feeling and channeling it in a way that's um, productive. And so I think- So when you say when and why, just so I can dig into that a little bit, when and why, what's something that's like when and why you're like, hmm yet that wasn't it. Like that wasn't for me or that didn't feel good. Yeah. I think recently I've been feeling that with relationships and as I, you know, get older, I am really in tune with, um, what I want and what feels good and what I deserve. Mm -hmm. You know, like I, I've been in great relationships and I've been in some not so great relationships. So, um, for me, like just knowing I like I haven't been in a serious relationship for a little while and being in a better relationship with myself has helped me to understand like okay Lynn's like this is what makes you feel good like you you can't revert back to to that place of oh let me do this for you and it might you know s- sacrifice how I'm feeling or my self-worth you know I'm I'm not in that place anymore you know that was like my early 20s lens late teens like that's not me anymore mm-hmm. um so yeah with relationships it's just uh being very honest and you know that person who is going to see me and connect with who I am um you know, I'm going to be able to be that, to be open and honest and ask for what I want and not feel bad about it and not like mince my words and and try to say what he thinks I should say. You know what I mean? So it's a challenge. It's literally really hard in LA, especially, (laughs) but, um, I'm learning and it feels good. You know, I'm, I'm, it feels good to, um, not settle, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm, amazing. Mm-hmm, girl so your your new mantra is dating is fun and easy and he's out there waiting. oh i love that <laughs> thank you dating is fun and easy and i get free dinners yes <laughs> <laughs> new mantras literally um i think for me when i feel in alignment and even same goes without it i think pretty simply it's like the universe makes things happen and things 
whatever's happening in the universe, I'm able to flow with. So if I'm at living in alignment, things flow in my life. So opportunities come, um, people, the right people come into my life, the right situations come into my life, money comes into my life. And if I'm not living in alignment, then there's blocks, then there's um, the anxious feelings, then there's the wrong things that I'm bringing into my life because I'm not living in alignment. So I found that when moving to California or just the evolution that I've had through becoming more of myself and becoming who I am um, through things like meditation and taking risks and stuff like that, that the universe has given me more that keeps me in alignment. Mm, So great. Tell me what you guys have had to say no to in order to get to where you are. Um, I've had to say no, uh, to friends, um, and just, you know, we talk about this a lot in social situations. Um, you know, if I have an audition in the morning, it's like, no, I can't go out. No, I, I'm not going to drink or I'm not going to be out late. Um, just saying no so that like I wake up feeling or I walk into that room feeling or I can sit down and write feeling clear and mm-hmm. alive and inspired. Um, and in the moment, it's hard to say no. You know, I, I'm a people pleaser, so I don't want to let anyone down, but I'm more connected to how I want to feel now. So it's like, how do I want to feel in that moment when I, I need to step up and perform or be present? Mm-hmm. And also just saying no to my parents are like my number one fans like forever mm-hmm. but it's sometimes like for me saying saying no to them in a way that's like hey like this isn't going to be how maybe you imagined it's going to be for me um i can guarantee you it's going to be better but like i need you to like let go of um your expectations and how like my path is going to be or how you imagined it would be it's it might take longer. It might be zigzagged. It might be really weird at times, but like, I'm happy and I'm on my path and I know that. And so just saying no in the way that's like, Hey guys, like, I'm not going to come to you for permission or like guidance all the time. It's like, I, I'm in alignment and I know, I know that I know that. Mm -hmm. How about you? Um, I think for me saying no, just piggybacking off of what Lindsay said, saying no to the social thing. So, um, I'm really laid back. I'm really cool, but, um, (laughs) I stand pretty firm, like in my, um, values or sort of what I believe in. So I don't drink, I don't really like party. I kind of do whatever it is that's going to make me feel good or kind of bring me to the next step. So it may seem like a little controlling or it may seem like a little crazy, but, I'm pretty firm about the people that I want to be with and how I want to spend my time. So I don't really mess around with that. Like I have what I need to do when I need to do. And I kind of stick to that. Obviously there's play in between, but, um, I'm pretty firm in, um, you know, my values. Um, and I think the other thing too, kind of along the lines of what Lindsay said was, is saying no to who people thought I should be. So when I grew up in Ohio, you know, I had my very best friend from home. You know, if I think about, who she would have want me to be right now. It's probably someone that would be living in Ohio with her that would be married, that would have kids, you know? So the relationships that I've had that I cherish so deeply that, you know, are the longstanding ones, like with my family or with friends. Um, I'm sure that these people at each stage of my life in Ohio and in Chicago and in New York, 
had ideas of who they wanted me to be or who they thought I should be. And I think saying no to that and just following who I think I should be um, has been, you know, the most rewarding thing. I love that. Oh, you guys, I could talk to you for probably another four hours. Uh, <laughs> so I really want you guys to share maybe anything that I left out or a question that you wish more people would ask you before we go. This was like more questions oh, than that. These are the I most know. beautiful questions I've ever been asked. Yeah. Um, a question that more people I wish they would ask me. Oh, I guess what we would leave would be, um, and I think we were touching on this previously when we were chatting was with almost 30, I have so many people that reach out and ask about starting a podcast or sort of how to explore that medium. So I feel like for anyone that is interested in doing that or starting a blog, we also have people talking about that or mm -hmm. being a soul cycle instructor. Mm -hmm. It's just do it. And mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It might not work the first time. It might not work the third time, but you honestly need to just try and make the effort to satisfy whatever it is that's leading you towards that creative endeavor. So we'd say if you want to start a podcast or anything like that, just do it, you know, ask us for help and, and do it. And what's so cool is that once you, you know, do it, say it and tell someone about it, mm -hmm. like the people show up, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's scary. Yeah. It's scary to tell people you're doing something because then they're probably going to ask you about it again. <laughs> mm -hmm. But that's exactly what you need. And that's exactly what we needed. So once we started spreading the word, it's like, oh, when's your next episode coming out? Oh, who do you have on like next? Or when's your next event? So it really keeps us um, really motivated to to get this going and growing and becoming more than we could ever dream of. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's, it's creating, and I know you do this so well and you inspire so many women to do this. It's creating that community, mm -hmm. you know, like it's, it's everything. It's literally everything. You can't do this alone. It's impossible. I'm, mm -hmm. we're so lucky to have each other. Um, I, I don't know if I could maintain it by myself. No, I couldn't. I definitely couldn't. Um, cause you're just constantly like inspiring each other. Oh, I never thought of that. Oh my God. That's such a great idea. Yes. Let's do it. And, um, and just being really playful about it. Like just be playful. Like, yes, this is serious to us, like very serious to us, but it's also something that feels like play to us too. Mm -hmm. Like we're just like, we're playing, we're having such an amazing time. Literally. It's so much fun. Like I, when we're in the studio, it's the most fun. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that's, so, that's great. so great. Just just, just the just art of play, play. And, and you know, taking you know, these huge serious topics, but making them not so serious because you can't take yourself so serious at the end of the day. So I love that you just said that because it's like I think for a long time I thought that I had to be so serious to be taken serious, and and really our superpower is just to be us, you know, and to be silly and to be goofy and be light where you feel like you know there's lightness and and there is a time and a place to use discernment, but it's like to have fun, like just make it fun so that you want to show up every single day. So yeah. you guys, I have loved, loved, loved chatting with you. Where can we find you? Where can we follow you? How can we get to your events? All that good stuff. You can find us. We love chatting with you, Laurie. Like yeah. literally this like is a everything. dream. Um, you can find us. Uh, our website is almost30podcast.com. We are on Instagram, super active on Instagram. We answer all of your DMs if you slide in there um, at, at almost30podcast. Um, and you can find us on iTunes, 
on Google Play and SoundCloud and Stitcher and all of that great stuff. And we have our events um, every month, so look out for that. They're usually on our website. You can um, put yourself on our newsletter. We'd love to have you on there. And, yeah, we're across all, all all socials. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amazing. And if you guys um, come visit, typically I just drag everyone I know by the hair to a soul cycle class. So it's all good. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> They're like, am I going to be okay? I'm like, you're going to be fine. Go in the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just go in the back. I'll be in there. Am I going to die? <laughs> like, die? But did you die? No, you <laughs> did. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. So you guys, if you love this episode as much as I did, make sure you share it with your friends. And until next time, earn your happy. Bye, everyone. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought, an honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye. Hey, I know if you're listening to this podcast that you have big dreams and big goals. And one of the things that can really stop you is struggling with your marketing. Trust me, I have been there. Are you using 10 different systems just to build your online business? Then I want you to try Kajabi. Kajabi helps you build your web pages, set up funnels, and sell your courses, content, coaching, or communities. You've been hearing me talk a lot about funnels on this podcast and the importance of your email list. You can get a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. I've talked about Kajabi before, but here's something that's super cool and new. They just rolled out an AI assistant for creating your online course curriculum. And this means you just type in a topic that you want to create on a course or webinar and bam, it just generates a sample outline for you. It takes a ton of the hard work away. Of course, you're going to customize it to be your own, but this really helps you get over the struggle of how in the world to start which is where most people stop. If you're like me, starting is always the hardest part and that's what makes Kajabi so popular. They've made it easier for creators to build web pages, build courses, build coaching programs, build membership sites, build checkout pages, and build email funnels. So if you're struggling with any of those, you gotta go check it out. Go to kajabi.com. Kajabi was really the first all-in-one system and is trusted by over 100,000 creators. I think that's good enough for me. Also as influencers and marketers who use this. And now their smart AI platform makes it easy to take what you know and turn it into an online course and business. Go start building with a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And I want to make sure that you have my phone number and I'm not kidding. Did you know that I have a community text number for real? My phone number is 310-496-8363. This goes directly to my phone. All you have to do is text the word daily to 310-496-8363. 
And I literally text you every single day, Monday through Friday. I actually just got done 30 seconds ago texting a bunch of people back. And I talk to you all of the time. You guys, people always ask me how I got my community text number and how it works. Well, all you have to do is you can just go to community.com and get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using text. People just text you at your number and they're added to your group. Then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. You guys, I text out happy birthday videos. I love to send podcast links, thoughts about life, book recommendations, uh, different events that I'm doing in the local area. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly into your hand. And now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your phone number. They give you a 10 digit real phone number, not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than a phone number. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS and texting. This means you can actually manage your text list from your computer and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts to send at certain times and to certain groups. You can even set up auto replies or let your assistant or customer service team answer your text messages via community's awesome dashboard. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for that. So go check them out at community.com. I can tell you it's not just great for communicating with my audience, but Chris and I use community and our texts to also sell out our launches. I'm telling you, you get such an incredible response because you really are creating a true deep sense of community. And it's so intimate. It's freaking amazing. Go check it out at community.com. Hey, do you know what the big secret is this year? And it shouldn't be a secret because this should be your biggest focus. It is building your community. I am always working on building and nurturing my community and everyone is talking about the power of community. Without an online community, you just cannot grow organically or create a real movement, which is what I know that we're all after. And you can build trust or monetize your audience. When you get community right, not only does your audience grow faster, but so do your sales. But where's everybody gonna be managing their communities these days? And a lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to circle.so. Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content and create discussions, live streams, group chats, and memberships all under your own brand. And what's so cool about Circle.so is that you don't even need a website or Facebook group. Instead, Circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members. You can even create locked and unlocked content spaces, groups, and classes. How freaking cool is that? You can put your content behind a paywall too, and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site. Circle.so is famously easy to use, and it has a free 14-day trial for you, so you can go check it out, see if you like it, see if you love all the options. Just go to circle.so. Go check it out right now, you guys. Imagine being able to manage your community, start group chats and live classes, and accept payments all in one place. Kind of mind-blowing since this is usually spread all over the place. You have to log into so many different things. If this is the year to capture, organize, and monetize your community, head over to circle.so 
you can get a free trial and start building your online community right now. Just go to circle.so. You guys, you get the 14 day free trial. So just go and see if it's for you. It's going to streamline everything and make your life so much easier. It's so freaking cool.